0: Hey friend, welcome to The Problem with Perfect. We are a cross-generational conversation that focuses on creating a meaningful, imperfect life through the lens of our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health.
1: Each week, we will share our own experiences as recovering perfectionists or use our journalistic training to interview expert guests. We promise to be transparent and real in that each episode will leave you uplifted, encouraged, and believing you are enough.
0: So pull up a chair and have a seat. There's always a place for you at our table.
1: Welcome back to another episode of The Problem with Perfect. Hey, Robin. Good morning, Rachel. How has your birthday week been? Oh, I love that you say birthday week. That's so fun. I'm really good. You know, I, I feel so thankful just to have so many good people in my life. And I know you were just talking, we always say a prayer and you were like talking about thank thanking God that I have seen 27 years and the older I get, the more that I can appreciate that of just being alive and having a year of life and knowing, especially this year, that's more than ever understanding that not everybody gets that. So I'm feeling very thankful and feeling very loved. Uh, well, good. You deserve that. And and even though uh, this
0: particular prayer, because like you said, we, we always pray before our podcast and uh, my prayer today was just really about your 27 years and blah, blah, blah. But I just want you to know that it's not just, on this occasion that I pray for you. So you're always in my prayers and I am incredibly thankful for you. Oh, well, thank you. And I love you. you and I love doing this podcast with you. And, and
1: so who knows
0: where I'd be without you in your 27 years, Rachel. <laughs>
1: I know, I'm so glad we met each other and our lives crossed because I feel the same way. <laughs> awesome. I was running with Madison today and I was telling her we were going to podcast. And I was like, you know,
0: Rachel had a birthday this week and Madison laughed and she was like, well, do you think Rachel will remember how old she is? Because she can never remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. That is and funny, valid so. because it's true. I can't ever remember how old I am. <laughs> I know. I've always I am always like, what? What well, how old I am? Yeah, I probably not Madison. I will probably just continue okay. to be like, wait, <laughs> am I twenty-eight? <28? laughs> am I twenty-six?
0: That makes, makes you feel better. Every decade, like between like twenty-six and twenty nine, I was always like, How old am I? And then at thirty-six to thirty-nine, although I will say <laughs> from 46 to 49. I've kept it straight. There's something monumental about having this birthday that's coming up for me. So oh, anyway, I, know. I digress.
1: Well, that would be a big celebration. You had a good
0: birthday. Big celebration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let me just say I'm using my uh, day cream and my night cream and my retinol. It's like, okay, it's time to get serious
1: about this skincare business. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know it. Well, let me know if you decide to go get Botox, I'd go with you. Um, maybe
0: some juvoderm
1: Yeah. Some
0: That's what I'm thinking.
1: So anyway, so what are we going to talk about today, Rachel? So, I uh, was inspired by YouTube and listening to a talk by Brene Brown, who is, if anybody hasn't listened to her work, she talks a lot about vulnerability and shame and how to overcome that through resilience, but she's just a brilliant woman. And she was talking about the line between perfectionism and excellence and Through that conversation, she just really had a lot of great things to say that I thought our listeners would really love to hear on this podcast. So today we're talking about what's holding you back, and we're going to talk about three different things that could be holding you back based on what Brene Brown has said in her research and uh, we're just gonna talk about them, about like what's really keeping you from the good life. And I find this very interesting because everybody who's a loyal listener to this podcast knows that I do a lot of reflection around my birthday. And this one is gonna help our listeners really do a lot of self-reflection on uh, maybe what are, what's holding them back in their lives and then how to move forward from there. So Robin, I'd love it if you would just take it away and tell us the first thing that's holding us back. Sure. Well, Rachel,
0: I'm excited about this podcast because like this particular video, YouTube video that you said, Hey, listen to this. And we were both like, "Mind yeah. blown because I don't know how long it is. Cause with Renee Brown, a minute, you know, feels like 10 seconds. Yeah. Let's say it's 10 minutes. And in those 10 minutes, she drops so many like really beautiful nuggets Uh that just make you stop and think. And you're like, oh, well, here's what happened is is in like 20 seconds later, she drops another big nugget (laughs) and you don't even really have time to process and to flush that out. And so maybe even make some Mm self-application. So what I'm excited about this episode is I love talking to you. We're taking Brene Brown's content and we're just kind of flushing it out in our own lives and, and putting some, some pause to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about the conversation. So uh, again, these are all kind of paraphrases or points that we took from this, this YouTube video of Brene Brown. So yeah. what is holding us back? The, the first point I think that she makes that's stood out to me is that we do what we think we should do rather than exploring what we really want to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and she point.
0: talks about how she's, she said, if I had a dollar for every time I've stood across and done an interview with someone who took the uh, escalator to success. So, you know, they became a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, because that's what smart people do. Uh-huh. And then once they become that, then they're like, huh, I'm miserable. I'm unhappy. And, and they didn't even take the time or the energy or allow themselves to be curious about what else could be out there that could make me happy. And so I think for a lot of our listeners, uh, particularly, I think there are some of our older listeners will be like, ah, but then I think for some of our younger listeners, I hope that this resonates because they might find themselves in that spot where they've done everything they were supposed to do. They, they did what smart kids do and they've achieved and, and then they get to where they're supposed to be. And then they realize, wait, I'm not happy here.
1: Yeah, I don't actually like doing this. It was interesting because Brene has a daughter who's a sophomore, I believe in college. And she told her daughter that she would not pay for college if she chose a major, <laughs> which I'm like, that is the opposite of what most parents say. Because, yeah. I was guilt ridden when I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is true that it's interesting that we have to decide what we want to do with our lives at such a young age. And I mean, this is a problem we all have forever, just feeling like we always have to have it all figured out, especially when it comes to our career. But it can be easy to start to go down a career path and then think, oh no, is this it? And am I really happy here? And people who have listened to what the world has said is gonna make them feel successful. And then they don't actually feel like that is their passion, is her point. And Mm -hmm. um, I think it's pretty interesting because the older i get the more i understand that how complex this problem is mm-hmm. and something that someone else pointed out from your generation robin is that this person was saying he doesn't really get how our general my generation is like just follow your dreams follow your passion whatever because that's doesn't bring a lot of stability mm-hmm. and the older i get the real the more i realize like yes you have to have this fine balance in my opinion of really going after what you love and what you want to do. But at the same time, the older I get, the more I'm like, wow, life is very expensive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And... Just living is expensive. Having pets are expensive. Having kids is expensive. Being for a wedding, buying a house. Like how do people do all this? Adulting is expensive. Yeah. While still following their dreams. It's like money has to be a factor sometimes. (laughs) So. Okay. I have to stop you there because I hear something in you
0: that is so rational and reasonable. And I agree with you a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. But I feel a little shift because you've always been the big dreamer, and you know you've you've pushed back on me about when I'm like I don't think people have dreams. I think people are just you know doing their thing. And you're like, what? People have to dream. I mean, it's well documented, Rachel. This conversation (laughs) we've had it over two years. So one of the things that I love about you is that whole idea of dream big and chase your dreams. And you've always encouraged me to chase my dreams. And so. It's interesting to see you kind of shifting more towards whew, you know stability costs a lot of money.
1: Well, I still have that side of me that's want has the big dreamer go after all your dreams. And I I'm, and I have shifted a little bit just mm-hmm. due to life circumstances and growing up. It's made me mm-hmm. realize this a little more. However, uh, I th- I think you need both. Mhm. And maybe part of the reason why Brene has so many conversations with people who chose the route that they thought would just bring them all the stability is because it wasn't also what they love to do. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different solutions that you can have. And t- in order to still have that security, but also be going off after your dreams. But I think that it is a pairing and a balance that you have to decide for yourself of what kind of lifestyle you're willing to live.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think this stability is an interesting word that you've, you, you brought it up and you've said it several times and I don't disagree with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, but when you think about how the world defines stability, two things come to mind, health and money.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: If you haven't, if you have good health and if you have enough money, you have stability, Yeah, which is pretty counter Jesus because he didn't promise us either of those things. Um, and he certainly had no money and he eventually, you know, was persecuted and died at at an early age. Uh, but, but again, it's, it's, we grow up in this culture. We're, especially we're Americans. We grow up in, you know, the pursuit of happiness and, yeah. and let's be honest, the world defines happiness as one more dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was, um, John Carnegie, don't quote me on that. I have to look it up. It said, you know, they ask him, you know, you have, you know, you have all this money, you know, how much money do you need? And his response was one, one more, more dollar.
1: dollar. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I'll have to look it up make sure that that's who that's who said that, but it either way, it was a very wealthy person that said one more dollar uh-huh. and to feel like you're, you have that stability is one more dollar. So w- just the whole idea that that chasing that one more dollar might be what's holding you back. Mm. chasing the, the idea of, although it's responsible and respectful and sister, I do it every day, you know, chasing that stability, um, knowing that, um, we were all gifted differently. And, uh, there are lots of ways that we can achieve stability in our life, which might not always have to do with one more dollar.
1: I completely agree with that. There's a lot more, like other measures you can find yourself with, like love and, even you know, other things like that, like spiritual wholeness that can define mm-hmm. flourishing and human flourishing. Okay, well, let's um, move on to the second point of what yeah. it could be that's holding you back.
0: Second thing, and again, this is a paraphrase from this um, YouTube video with Brene Brown, is that we don't recognize the value of ordinary moments and ordinary everyday things that happen to us mm-hmm. um, and that we are a culture that chases the extraordinary. Like no one wants to to be the ordinary person because ordinary has this connotation that there's nothing special about it. Mm-hmm. And so we are always in pursuit of extraordinary and that even kind of ties to the first point, you know, we, uh, no one wants an ordinary bank account. You know, we want, we want a, an, an extraordinary bank account with a beautiful house and, a beautiful family. Um and all of those things are uh, you know beauty and, and the pursuit of, of those things is not bad, I'm not saying it's bad at all. Mm-hmm. But um the key is finding the joy and the comfort and the beauty and just ordinary things. Because like she said, we're all ordinary people. We're all ordinary people in the sense that we were all created, she didn't say this, this is me. We're all created in in the image of our God. And so we all start out there. And then there's this pursuit of being extraordinary and doing extraordinary things and experiencing extraordinary moments. And what I think is that we put this stress and this expectation, expectation, that's the word I'm looking for, is this expectation on when this happens. Oh, this is, you know, the joy, the it's going to be amazing. And, 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 to be honest, you know, we're planning a wedding and yeah, so I
1: you constantly that.
0: tell myself the joy is in the journey. The joy is in the journey. The joy is in the journey. Yeah, You know, I'm not going to wait and, and hopefully put all this expectation on the wedding for that to be all, all that and all fulfilling. So I said a lot, Rachel, sorry.
1: No, I love it. And I, I do think it's easy to get so caught up when you have big life events, like, Oh, well, when this happens and I'm going to be mm-hmm. so happy. And what Brene said, that was so powerful in her talk was that you don't really find the value in the ordinary moments until something terrible happens and you just wish your mom would call you one more time or you wish that something ordinary would happen, like things that happen every single day and that don't anymore because whatever circumstance, that's when you long for the ordinary. Mm -hmm. But it is so true of what you said about the joy being in the journey. It's like, it's the little things in life that can be the most fulfilling And a lot of times when we have these big expectations, that's when things fail and then you get disappointed and maybe it was really good, but it wasn't as good as you thought. So all of a sudden the whole thing becomes tarnished. And if Mm -hmm. we can every day wake up and just actively try and notice the ordinary things that make us feel really loved, then that can help us find more gratitude for those ordinary ordinary moments in everyday life and kind of set our expectations more on that than these big grand things that are going to happen and then ultimately not be able to live up to our expectations. Right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And again, this is uh this is my commentary on that. I think one of the easiest ways to do that, and I know I sound like a broken record, but I'm preaching to the choir here, folks, is uh, begin each day with gratitude. Yeah. And just practice gratitude like what am i thankful for? And i know it's so challenging many many days to wake up and and see the beauty the beauty in the ordinary moments. I understand that cuz i live in this broken fallen world. Like she said in the video which i love is no one rides for free in this life. You mm-hmm. know, we all have disappointments and traumas and um difficult, difficult things in our lives. Um, and so we, we wait for those difficult things to be over, even just to be honest with you, like my mother-in-law is going through, um, cancer treatment right now. And, uh, she was saying that she, she wasn't strong enough to take chemo. And so, you know, what happens when you're not strong enough to take chemo, it just delays the end. Yeah. And so, um, she being new to this cancer treatment journey, she was really disappointed because now it's going to make the end extend. Mm. And uh, I was telling Tom, I said, you know, we we know now from where we're at that there, with with all due respect, there is no end to that cancer journey. Yeah. It is it is your it is your journey now. Yeah. But that mindset that um, when I get to the end of that then I can, then everything will be okay. And then things will be better. And, and Lord knows um, we all are, who have been on that cancer journey or on that cancer journey, we want that. And we need that. We need that hope. So I'm not trying to take that take that hope away. Mm-hmm. But again, um, whatever your journey is, it, it can we be grateful for the, I don't know, like today it's 55 degrees and just cool, crisp. And I saw yeah. the leaves starting to change on one tree. And you know those things just make my heart full, and they're not big things, but they remind me uh, that things change, that seasons change, that whatever season we're in right now, it won't be forever. That you know the cool temperatures will come, and the beauty of the the leaves will come. Um, and so, just reflecting for me um, on God's goodness and and what He gave me in today, and And like even this week, reflecting on you and your birthday and how thankful I am for for you, um, you know, those aren't those aren't extraordinary moments, but there's beauty in the in the in the everyday.
1: Well, just dropping wisdom over here. (laughs) But I I, that was so powerful what you said about with cancer and just what you've realized is that there is no end, like you've just been set on a new path. And Mm -hmm. I think that that is so wise. And like you said, you're not taking away anybody's hope, but what, what the heart of what you're saying is your life has been changed forever. And you have to find a new way to live with that for the rest of your life
0: absolutely. In fact, this and I digress a little bit, but this week uh our sermon was about, you know, whenever Jesus' disciples were in the boat and the storm came and he walked on water to them. And uh, you know, I just had a little a little hard moment with God where I'm like, you know, I don't like this freaking boat. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you put us in this boat? You know? Um, mm-hmm. just being real about that struggle. Um, and again. Uh, do I trust that, that God's with me in the boat? Do I trust that that struggle is going to be uh, produce something good? And even uh, beyond that, can I just find things to be thankful and grateful for mm-hmm. in those moments?
1: We say all the time, that gratitude is the answer. I love that point, Robin. Let's go ahead and talk about the third thing that uh, could potentially be holding us back and how we can move past it.
0: So the third thing is uh, going back to what Brene said is that no one rides this in this life for free. We all have different levels of trauma and because of this trauma, we create this armor for ourselves and uh, whatever that armor it is, it's things that we come up with that protect us. And so what we find out out is that sometimes that armor, she would say all the time, that (laughs) armor that we're holding on to, It's holding us back because it no longer serves us.
1: What I thought was so powerful about this is that she was talking about this in the terms of a midlife crisis, which Mm -hmm. we've talked about before that now we're seeing more and more quarter life crisis as well, but just when you feel like you are going through a crisis of identity or whatever it is that what she says is the universe comes and is like a slap in the face in a midlife crisis of, hey, your life's halfway over. And even turning 27 this week, it's like, yeah, I'm almost to 30. And how did this happen? Mm -hmm. And just that realization that you have every once in a while, whether it's a birthday or a life event, or you're just getting older and you're like, wow, how much time do I have left? It's a realization that time is really precious and what she's saying here is like don't waste it by having up all of these guards and these armors that you put on yourself to not actually be authentically you or live Mm -hmm. the life that you were intended to live and it is so powerful to really think through what things are really holding me back and it's like every single day you decide to keep that on it's almost like you're wasting your time and your time is your most precious resource. Mm,
0: exactly. Uh, and she says to replace that armor with curiosity, mm-hmm. which I got to tell you, I'm, I'm just going to foreshadow that word curiosity keeps coming up in my life. I so know. Might, <laughs> might, be a, might be a word for the year coming up. Yeah. Uh, but she calls it the superpower, that curiosity is the superpower and she sees it when people embrace that for the second half of their lives, because it keeps them learning and it helps them approach each day with curiosity and helps them approach their emotions with curiosity.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, and I love that because one of the things that she said that resonated with me is kind of haunting me is that we would rather offload our emotions than deal with them. Yeah. But yeah, it is our emotions that drive us. Mm mm-hmm. And so, can we be curious whenever we do something, or say something, or feel something, to just ask ourselves what's really behind that? Like, why do I feel that way? And and she also said much of that work will have to be done with a therapist. My hundred percent. I love agree. that she said that. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent agree because lots of times I don't understand, but I'll go to therapy, and she'll be like, "Well, I think that was you know nine-year-old Robin or." 12 year old Robin and, you know, helping me like connect those dots. Mm -hmm. But, but I thought that was a really, really cool thing to think about. And she said, it happens like from mid thirties to the sixties is this whole idea of like, we let go of a piece of armor at a time. And I also think there's this beautiful image of being freed from the heavy armor. That's kind of holding us in and keeping us from being the friends and the spouses and the parents and the coworkers Mm -hmm. that God really created us to be.
1: Yeah, and it's just like with the, the second point of choosing to have gratitude every day, it's choosing to figure out the type of person that you want to be every day and making those choices in the ordinary moments because that's mm-hmm. what's going to end up building the life that you want over time.
0: So, yeah, and and keeping you from holding yourself back. Yeah. Because that whole whole idea of being the our the best versions of ourselves and not being complacent about growth um, and growth often starts with internally understanding ourselves and not being motivated by shame to be better, but being motivated by a self-acceptance that, Hey, I like who I am. And because I like who I am, I'm comfortable exploring and going deeper mm-hmm. into who I am and who God created me to be. So I don't know. I just think that this is a great uh, uh, video
1: you call it a video, yeah. And if people want to watch the video we're talking about, uh, we'll link it in our show notes for people to watch.
0: Yeah, but. absolutely. But whether it's you on your the birthday week of your twenty seventh <laughs> year of life, or me with my big birthday coming up, uh, or our listeners wherever they find themselves, the last thing we want to do is is hold hold ourselves back from living the life to the full that that ultimately the Bible talks about. You know that. He, that Jesus came to give us life in abundance and that is it is his desire for us to experience that.
1: Yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Please share this podcast and we'll see you next week.
0: Hey friend, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us.
1: Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that.
0: And remember... Whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today, so be sure to give it to yourself.